Friends, have you always wondered what having the gift of seeing in the Spirit is like? Well, my guest today shares her journey of how she sees visions throughout her life. And we also get to learn about people in the Bible who have had visions from the Lord. We both believe that everyone has the ability to see in the Spirit with God's help and training. Please listen until the end of this episode as Crystal will pray a beautiful prayer over the listeners. Also, stay until the very, very end where we have added an addendum that's really important to listen to, where Crystal shares how to know if your vision is from God and how to test the Spirit. Welcome to Powerful Whispers, the podcast that dives into the extraordinary whispers of God in real and practical ways. Together, we will explore how God speaks to us regarding our body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Krista Joy, and I'm excited to have you join me on this journey. As a foodie and a dietitian, I might even sprinkle in some simple food hacks. Let's get ready to dive into the powerful whispers of God and uncover these hidden gems. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Powerful Whispers. Today, I have my good friend, Crystal Rasmussen, here joining us, and I'm so thrilled to have her here today and sharing with us a little bit about her journey with the Lord. Before we get started, Crystal, I wanted to share with everybody that we actually met back in 2020, well, virtually online, of course, and I I feel like I reached out to you and I'm like, we're going to be friends. (laughs) You did. We were on this, um, uh, I call it a online Bible study for lack of, of better words. And I just was so drawn to you. And I, I loved your your heart for the Lord and everything that you would post. I'm like, oh, I just I just need to get to know you. So it's it's been a fun journey getting to know you so much more in the last three years. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, well, thank you for asking me to be on. I'm so excited for this journey that the Lord has you on doing your podcast. Um, it is very much his heart to do this. And so I love that you're stepping out and doing it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's not my comfort zone, but hey, when God calls you to something, <laughs> you do it, right? <laughs> he gives right. you the grace and the, the know-how. So Crystal, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a Nebraska girl, born and raised. I love Nebraska. And I am married to my high school sweetheart, Jeff, and we have three awesome kids um, that are just, you know, grown in the Lord too. And so, yeah, it just makes my heart happy. I, I, I really love what the Lord is doing in our family right now. I would love for you to share a little bit of your faith testimony and how you came to know the Lord. I always say that I feel like my story is so different <laughs> than a lot of people. I, at a really young age, I just, I knew him. I knew him from like my earliest memories I knew that he was real from an early age. I was seeing things in the spirit, but I just thought it was very normal and natural. Actually, when I was five years old, the first time I can remember seeing Jesus is about when I was five years old. And I was walking home from vacation Bible school and I just looked over and there he was just walking next to me. And I'm just bebopping down the street, walking on these like parking tile things. and. I was like, oh, hey, you know, because I just, you just, you, you know, you're, you just know him. Like, you, wow. You just thought that was natural that he'd be there. It was very natural. I mean, I was kind of like, where'd you come from? You know, like, <laughs> it's just a conversation and we were just talking and walking down the block and, you know, you just, 
feel completely known and loved and accepted and safe. And it's just truly like the perfect feeling every time you're with him. And so for me, it was like, I always knew that he was real. And then I um, kind of went through my adolescence, teenage years, um, early adulthood in my 20s, just kind of living life on my own, but always like praying, just having like little pop-up prayers, just conversation. But I wasn't like seeing Jesus or having throne room encounters that I recognized, I guess. It was in my 20s when I just went through a really hard life circumstance. And I was like, I need you to be real again. <laughs> like when I was young, when I was little and he did, he just walked into the room, he just held me. And I felt like he put me back together when I felt like I was literally done. I was just falling apart. That is amazing and powerful. Wow. Of I now in my older years have been able to see beautiful visions um, of Jesus and beautiful other visions that he's given me. But I, I didn't even know that was a possibility really until probably three years ago. Can you share with everyone how to step in and embrace seeing in the spirit? I think the first step is to understand why. Why do you see in the spirit? And maybe even why do you want to? You know, where's your heart at for seeing in the spirit? For me, like if I look back on my whole life, it has been a huge heart journey, <laughs> um, for sure. Maybe they have experienced as a child that they saw beautiful visions of Jesus or a beautiful vision of heaven or whatever, and maybe they put that in the back recesses of their mind as they became an adult thinking that that's not normal and not everyone does it, so I shouldn't do it. Um, can you kind of like help those that might have experienced this as a child and like, oh, they want to get back to that and get to know Jesus in this new new way that um, God's gifted them to, to see him? Oh, that makes total sense. Because when I was younger, I was seeing things and not understanding. And I knew the people around me were not experiencing the same things that I was experiencing. Um, and so I kept all those things to myself. So if I could say the biggest advice I would have for when you see something, it truly is a point of conversation with the Father. He shows you something to get your attention, to start conversation. I mean, even when you look in Jeremiah, he's like, Jeremiah, what do you see? You know, and it was wow. just this like triggering moment. And it's like, truly the God just, or God just wants to bring you closer to his heart. He wants to have deeper relationship with you as much as you want deeper relationship with him. And so every time he shows you something, I would say 90% of the time when I see something, it's very symbolical. So if I see something, it's like, oh, okay, Lord, like, why, why are you showing me this? You know, I might see lightning, but maybe it's not physical lightning. Maybe it's prayer. Um, I don't remember one of the, I think it's the Greek, perhaps word. there's a word in the Bible for prayer that actually means lightning. And I didn't realize that until a few years ago. And now, you know, off the top of my head, I can't recall what the word is. But, you know, so it's things like that. Or I, I might see, for me, if I see a dark cloud, that doesn't also ever mean, or most of the time, it doesn't mean doom and gloom when I see it. Um, it doesn't always mean judgment. While it can, when I see a dark cloud, most of the time, the Father is trying to show me glory. Glory mm -hmm. is coming. And it's usually enveloped in like a glory type theme. 
So for me, if I could give any advice on somebody that where you have seen something um, and you're not sure what to do with it, if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, talk to him. Make the Holy Spirit your very best friend and be like, hey, okay, I just saw this black cloud around my friend. <laughs> or I was praying and I saw this black cloud starting to hover over me. And while I was praying, I didn't necessarily feel shame or fear. I felt this peace. I felt this like surreal. This is amazing. I feel I felt loved. So for me, I'm a seer. So I think one thing to distinguish a little bit a seer from having like just a vision or a dream. Being a seer is really just the gift of discerning of spirits, if you will. So a seer will will have dreams and visions pretty frequently. Trances, you'll feel like God will take you in the spirit somewhere and show you something. And it's so real, like you can touch it, feel, smell. You feel like you're there, but they don't see you. <laughs> and you're like, what just happened? Um, I probably should say like, I never force seeing, I never force, I pray and ask for dreams. Um, I ask for God to show me things, but there's, if you are a seer, you're also gonna feel, you're also going to smell. Um, when I started smelling or recognizing that smells were not just me, it was a whole other, I was, I was still learning, I'm still learning smells. <laughs> You'll start to taste things, um, taste and see that the Lord is good. If I get like a bitter taste in my mouth, I'm like, hmm, you know, there's a conversation point. And so for me, anytime I hear, see, smell, taste, feel something, it is always an opportunity to stop and talk with the Father or Holy Spirit and be like, what is this? Why am I experiencing this what are you trying to tell me through xyz i found that if i'm feeling something very strongly i'll stop and say lord will you show me what i'm feeling and so you know and he's always is there, is there an example that you could share yeah um so one time i was driving into church or my husband was driving i was in the passenger seat and i just got hit i was very overwhelmed i was anxious i was fearful and we're driving into church and i'm like oh my goodness i don't know who we just passed what am i what am i feeling who's around me we're in a car and my family's fine i'm like am i picking up somebody that needs prayer like is this a a trigger to pray for somebody but it was it was very overwhelming and i, I just i was like okay holy spirit will you show me what i am feeling okay and all, so I just closed my eyes, just had a brief moment within a split second. I saw all of these tiny demons coming at me. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, it was so That's overwhelming. I didn't scary. want to go. To, uh, I just don't deal with demons. I'm just right. like, get out of here, Paco, because <laughs> like, it, no, in Jesus name. <laughs> oh, the sword, no more. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so... With that, I mean, I will say too, you don't have to be a seer. Like if you see something, you have authority over it. And yeah. you don't have to be a seer to for that to apply. If you see it in the spirit, it's yours, whether it's a mm -hmm. promise or you see like, a, if you see a demon coming against you in the spirit, whether it's vision, dream even, <clears throat> excuse me, then that means you have authority to take that demon out. That's and right. so it's a weapon. It is a weapon that God gives you to see. And 
gives you, anytime he gives you revelation, wisdom, knowledge, that's a tool that he just gave you. Take it, run with it. And the devil has nothing over God's children. Absolutely nothing. Amen. He's already been defeated. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a situation where I saw all these demons coming against me. I took authority over them. Um, I shared with my husband who was driving. I was like, oh, there must be something really powerful at church for me today or a word that I need to hear <laughs> yes. or a divine appointment or something, you know, yes. um, I go because warfare doesn't come for no reason. That's right. Yes. It, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, because right, um, Satan doesn't want you to have all the good that God has waiting for you. He's going to try his best mm -hmm. <laughs> to stop us. Yeah. But He'll God try to plunder your camp, that. but you can go back and get the spoils. <laughs> times that's, seven. That's right. I love that. I would love if you had, um, let's see, I'm going to take a little step back here for those that may be like me, even three years ago, who uh, didn't understand what seeing visions look like. Um, I was able to be in the class that you were in with Nate Johnston, and I remember one of the exercises that he led us in, and it was the very first time that I was able to see what the Holy Spirit wanted me to. And it was, um, let's see, the activation started with, we were supposed to see ourselves um, at a beach, like at a lake. And so it, remembering the last time we were there, and then the next step would be to close my eyes and um, envision what I ate the night before. And just like, looking at the dinner table and all of the details of what we were eating. And then from that, asking the Holy Spirit, what did he have to show me at that moment? And it was so powerful and beautiful to see these. They were often like snippets. Sometimes it would be, one would actually be coffee grounds, which was really unusual. And um, I was in another class actually just a, just a couple weeks ago and I was asked in this group to share what I saw for someone else in the spirit. And I thought, God, this is weird. Coffee grounds. <laughs> that can't be it. And I was like going over everything. And I said, this is what I'm seeing. Is this coffee grounds? Like, does it mean coffee? And she's like, no, I know exactly what that means. I love coffee grounds. I love to put it in my garden. And she went on and on about what that meant for her. So anyways, it was a, a little different <clears throat> because I was asking God to help me see something for someone else. But oftentimes I'm asking God, like, show me something that you have for me today. Whatever it is, uh, usually it's a blessing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that, that's a beautiful yeah. vision. But I was just trying to like help people understand maybe what a vision can look like. So for me, it's, it's, it's just usually like a snippet, like I can just see a, a picture just kind of like in the air. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. a 3D vision. It's just like a light movie, faded movie screen of a, an item. It's yeah, like I think there are several different types of ways to see. So I've experienced really similar to what you're just talking about where my eyes will be open. I will just be living life. And it's almost like this um, <clears throat> filter goes over mm -hmm. what I'm looking at and I will see something, you know, um, I might, but I, I know that that's like super, it, it, it's just a strong presence around them. 
So uh, sometimes like for me, an open vision will be something more along those lines where it's, it's almost like a filter, which is great that I can even use that word because of cell phones and selfies, but it's really like a filter that goes over what I'm already looking at. And it's giving me more understanding into what the spirit is doing in the natural. Um, sometimes a lot of times I will be praying or worshiping with my eyes closed. And that is when I'll see, um, really strong visions, uh, that are more like a, a really clear movie where I okay. feel like it's, um, it's literally like watching a movie. And again, you know, this is just me. It might be totally different for somebody else. Okay. Um, but it's, it's helpful for others to like mm-hmm. start to understand of different ways that God can communicate with us. Yeah. Sometimes, um, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll just get a picture in my mind and it won't be, it won't be like a filter over what I'm actually seeing. It's almost like a memory coming to the very forefront of my mind and it's this picture. So say I'm talking to somebody and all of a sudden I see a picture of a French bulldog and I'll be like, Lord, you know, (laughs) it's always an opportunity for conversation. And you know, it's, those are where it's a little hard because you're talking to somebody. I often feel like I'm having two experiences at the very same time. Like I'll be talking to somebody face to face and also talking to Holy Holy Spirit simultaneously. Like, why are you showing me a French bulldog? What is happening? And then I might hear like Rufus or whatever. And and I'm still talking to you, but hearing all these other things. And then finally, you know, it's, it's always, um, like a mystery or a puzzle a little bit where it's like, oh, okay. Maybe I need to ask you, does, does a dog named Rufus or maybe a French bulldog ever mean anything? It's like, oh my goodness, blah, blah, blah. You know? Um, and so that's kind of fun to have those experiences, but I've also been totally off. I was on a airplane one time and I was reading this book and it, this book was all, this was earlier on <laughs> and this book was all about uh stepping out i'll just say that like hearing god stepping out and so i was reading this book and feeling super confident and i'm sitting next to this guy and i'm like i love strangers i mean i'm an introvert but i love strangers because i'll never see them again so eh, you can think i'm crazy and then i just walk away <laughs> um i'm from a small town we don't have strangers here so i appreciate strangers oh awesome. <laughs> anyhow I, I asked this guy, I was like, I kept praying, praying, and I kept seeing. So sometimes I will see, like if, I, if I'm just looking normal, and I'll, it's almost like I see a finger writing words or letters in, in light, if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that, that happens to other people, but I'll, I'll see something written over somebody's head. Um, so one time I saw a number written over somebody's head, and it was their birthday. One time I saw a number writing over somebody's head and I said, does this mean anything to you? I said, but this is a number the Lord has been actually speaking to me about. And so I told them what the number meant and it like wrecked them. Um, so it's just, I, I like what you were saying. Um, I appreciate like what Nate Johnston would say about, you know, picture this, picture that, because I, I really believe everybody has the ability to see. Chris Valentin said one time, he's like, okay, close your eyes and picture a pink elephant. Right. And immediately your mind pictures a pink elephant, an elephant that's pink. It's, it's that easy, but I think you have to train yourself to pay attention to seeing, right. You know, I think you have to train yourself to be like, Oh, in my mind, I'm seeing a pink elephant. That's crazy. That makes no sense. And then that allows the Holy spirit to come in and actually, I mean, always like ask Holy spirit, like, Hey, what do you want to show me? I mean, I, I don't think you can force a vision. I would say that would 
borderline be witchcraft. If you ever try okay. to control the spirit, manipulate yeah, right. the spirit, for me, I just would have very strong, like, control manipulation is witchcraft. <laughs> um, but That's asking, right. the father says to ask. And yeah. so, Lord, Father, I just ask right now, show me how you see me. Yeah, so, you know, good. those type of prayers. Um, and then just pay really close attention. And it's not you. You're you're not crazy. But if you allow your mind to be expanded to experience seeing, he's going to show you because he he desires to pull you close. <laughs> you know, you didn't choose him. He chose you. He pulled you. The very fact that you're a believer yeah. is because he chose you. He wanted to draw you near and then you just accepted. That's good. Um, as you were talking about um, seeing writings, like in the air, mm-hmm. visions of that, it was, I was reminded of last year. It was, see, I was in a, a, a training class and I don't even remember what the speaker was saying at that moment, but there was a gal in front of me and I saw this word over her and her husband that said Maxwell. And I thought, well, that's weird. I must be their son or I mean I've never had that happen before Um, it ended up that that word was really significant for her and she had been praying about um, something about John Maxwell and so where am I going with this two things one if, if you do start to see things in the spirit whether that's words or a vision and it's really odd and I didn't know this lady like she was from England <laughs> and um, I just felt like I needed to, to talk to her about that and um, then the Holy Spirit took over the conversation which was great but where I was going with that is I have found especially from that class was to be in a group with other people that were really like-minded that were seeking after how can God communicate with me the there was like an open heaven. There was so much visions that I had more than any other time that I've ever experienced just to be in this room with, I don't know, maybe a hundred people were there um, that just downloads from the Lord. It was phenomenal. It's like, oh, I just want to be in that <laughs> environment <laughs> um, again, just because it was special and, and, and fun too for me. Yeah. Do you have an experience that has transformed your life from oh um, with specifically with any visions? <laughs> Unless you have other ideas you, you would love to share with the listeners, that'd be great. Anytime that I feel or anytime that I'm with Jesus, I always feel like it transforms me hmm. in a way. And it always like brings me back to course in a way, or it sets me on a new course that I then have like confidence in, if that makes sense. Like he's just like the perfect compass (laughs) that you want to like always be like totally pointed toward. So what I'm hearing you say, it's every day. It's an everyday journey with the Lord that is amazing. And I think it's supposed to be. Right. You know, I think whether you are a seer or you've seen or not, like, I really think that that's the way it's designed is we can't lean in ourselves or on ourselves. Like we have to lean on him. Um, I will say I was talking to somebody and they were kind of talking about, oh, it, it must be so easy to see. 
I would say, yes, it's great, but it's also not easy. Uh, I'll just say from personal experience, like there's times where my sight and my vision in the spirit has been completely attacked. Um, there's been times where like currently I'm seeking the Lord for guidance and wisdom and on a certain uh, step that we're, we're going to take as a family. And I'm like, can you just show me we're in the middle of, you know, trying to find a house, a new property. And I'm like, can you just show me the, the house? Um, and then we'll know, <laughs> you know, and so I keep praying, you know, asking, and I keep asking for wisdom and I'm like, can you just give me a, a picture of the house or a parts, like a vision, like of inside the house. And cause he, he has done that before just so it's like confirming. But I also know like right now, like I can't force him to show me. Right. And I don't want to, it's in you his know, time, so right, right now <laughs> it's in his time. And it's like, right now it's, I'm in this process where, um, I still see, like, I still dream. I still have visions and, uh, different things, but I feel like if you see or are a seer, there are going to be times in your walk as a seer where he's going to be strengthening those other, um, ways of communicating with you. There's going to be times, I mean, there's been times where my visions have been, I'm like, Lord, what's happening? I, I felt, I felt crippled. I felt, okay. I felt almost handicapped because I'm like, I, I am not having pictures, visions, dreams, like what's wrong with me? What has happened that, what have I done? You know, I felt almost distance from his heart. And even though I didn't feel distance, I, I questioned, I'm like, what have I done to distance myself that I'm not seeing these things like I once was. And it really boiled down to, he was training me to feel he oh, I went through a I went through a journey of feeling um, I had overwhelming discernment feeling where I actually feel bad at one point I made fun of a girl I didn't make fun of her but I was like yeah that girl was a total feeler because she was like freaking out on the pew at this conference you know and I, I bless her heart like now I'm like oh my gosh I had the almost exact same experience <laughs> where you know so I I he, he was giving like, you empathy. Mm, big time. In a, um, in a I whole went new through, way. I went through probably a year and a half of oh. my discernment as a feeler. I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. It was, it was a minute by minute conversation with him. Like, help me. This is yes. overwhelming. Wow. What am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling this? Um, and now it's interesting. He's really starting to speak like I'm hearing on a whole other level. And that mm -hmm. almost started a few years ago where I would hear things and I'm like, Whoa, I really hear the anointing on their voice. Or I really hear this, the anointing on the, um, instrument or, or the music that they're playing or things like that. Mm. And so it's, I'll just say, if you are a seer, like just be prepared. If there's ever a season where you feel like the enemy is attacking your visions, your dreams, um, things like that, try to just rest with him and be like, okay, mm. are you actually trying to speak to me in another way? And because eventually like they just all come back together. You're going to see, nice. hear and feel all at the same time. Oh. And it's just, um, really confirming then mm. that it's from him. Cause you know how to hear him in different ways. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And that is such a great advice. Um, I can just, for myself, it's like, oh wow, that is great. I, I love the fact that, and I should just know this, right? 
from reading the Bible, but <laughs> God trains us. It's, but it's, it's so good to hear your experience. Um, it's encouraging for me. Like, okay, I'm going to remind myself of this conversation uh, in the future. So thank you, the listeners. Well, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I had written this down, but anytime you see something, because I know you kind of talked about like just seeing in the spirit was a little bit what we were going to be talking about. Anytime the Lord shows you something, you have authority over it. And the reason I say that is because when I was a child, um, the devil came at me hard. <laughs> um, I was very much attacked by demons the devil himself. Um, it was, it was very challenging as a child, but now I'm like, all right, devil, where are you? Cause I'm looking for you because as soon as I see you, I know you're gone. Nice. <laughs> as soon as yeah. I see that serpent or whatever, I mean, now be smart. If it's a demon and you see it, you have authority over it. If it's a principality, you better be going to the father. What is the strategy for this principality? Okay. Because you don't take on principalities one-on-one. -on -one. You know, you have to do that with the guidance of the father, the Holy Spirit. Maybe you need a prayer team. Um, you know, so I, I probably should say that, like, get very familiar. What's a demon and what's a principality or a power. Um, but if you see it, it's yours. Can you help us understand what is the difference? So I don't even know how to describe the difference between a, a demon and a principality. Like what they, what they look like, like or the, what it looks, what they <clears throat> look like. Yeah, I guess that's it. What do they look like? I don't know if they look the same for everybody. If sure. that makes sense. A demon is lower level power. Okay. So sometimes if I see a demon, it's this little, I mean, it, it's been this, they, I see them in different ways. So one thing is if I see a small black snake, a lot of times in the spirit, that small black snake will represent like maybe a lying spirit. Okay. Um, but I, if I see it, I owe, anytime you see something, you have to ask Holy Spirit, what are you showing me? Um, and through enough repetition of seeing the same thing and getting the same, like, well, that is a demon of fear. That's a spirit of fear, or that's a okay. lying spirit, or that's a spirit of intimidation type thing. After enough repetition, you kind of know. But even then, anytime I see something, I'm just still going to be like, okay, Lord, what is this? Okay. And so he'll tell you, this is like a, a spirit of fear, pull it off of that person, um, bind it, put it back or, you know, send it to the, the lake of fire. You know, he'll, he'll give you strategy on where you send it. Um, same thing. If I see like a, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, if I see almost the, the best way I can explain it is it's almost like a, uh, like a crocodile ish type okay. thing, much, much larger than a snake, much larger and, and bigger than a normal crocodile. Okay. Um, I would like quite large. And, and so maybe that is it too, or maybe that's just the way he shows me size matters in the spirit for me. Like the, the bigger it is usually, um, cause most demons are very tiny. They're just stupid. It is find you, get out of here, flick, you know? <laughs> um, but I mean, I will say there was one time in a, I can't remember if it was a dream or a vision, like a closed vision with my eyes closed, but I saw vines. I saw these vines and they were just going everywhere. And I, I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, what, what are you showing me? What is this? Cause it was new. 
And he, he said that's a Jezebel spirit, and she was trying to cover something up because these vines oh. were covering up a swamp. Um, oh, wow. And so I would not have. But then I went back to, you know, Jezebel, which is in, like, First Kings 17. I think Ahab starts, and then you can read later on and hear about Jezebel. But uh, Naboth's vineyard you know, vineyards and vines and she got the vineyard for Naboth. And so there was this whole like rabbit trail type thing, but the rabbit trails are fun when you're with Holy Spirit. It's just this constant like adventure. Um, Don't be wrong. There's times I've been completely frustrated because I don't understand, but it's not understanding yet. (laughs) And so I was like, well, I'm asking for the wisdom. I know it'll come eventually (laughs) or in heaven, maybe in heaven. I'll know. Right. No, I can't wait. Do you have an encouraging verse for the listeners to help them on their journey as they grow closer to the Lord? So I mentioned earlier, I think the biggest part of seeing in the spirit, being a uh, seer, is really keeping your heart pure. It's really more of a heart journey than an eye journey. Um, Protecting your heart, doing the hard things, going through inner healing, going through deliverance if you need it. Uh, But the verse that I want to encourage everybody with is Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. And the reason I share that verse is, one, we all want to see God. We all want to climb the mountain. We all want to go to his throne. We all, like, and if you don't, I'm telling you, you want to. (laughs) If you, you want to be right on his lap. You want to have your head resting against his heart. You want to know what his heart is. But the reason I share that too is um, the Strong's Concordance has documented that the name Elisha, Elijah's mentor, um, his name is mentioned 58 times in scripture. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh. And this is Matthew 5 8. Yes. And Elisha asked a very hard thing. He asked for double. And Mm -hmm. Elijah said, If you see me, then you'll know. And he saw, and he said, oh, my father, my father, you know, the chariots and he saw. And so I think that's so, and Elisha Elisha also imparted vision and seeing in the spirit to his servant later in like second Kings 616, roughly 615. And so I think that if, I think a key, if you want to see is really just like your heart, take Mm. it before the father and say, Father, you know, I I was raised Lutheran, and we always sang this song, and it was, create in me a clean heart, oh God. It's from Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, mm-hmm. oh God. You know, like, you can yes. read it, and I still will sing that over myself almost daily. That's good. <laughs> and I'm so glad, because we sang it every Sunday. It's just one of those old hymns, and I'm like, Lord, at the end of the day, the highest calling at the end of the day is to minister unto the Father. That's the highest calling. My highest desire is to minister Mm -hmm. to Him. Not that I don't care about people, but I don't really care about ministering to people. I love you, Krista. I love what you're doing for the kingdom, but my desire is not to minister to the people, but my desire is to minister to His heart, and in that Mm -hmm. has come opportunities to minister to His his children. Um, But keep your heart pure and keep it Mm -hmm. so humble and the sky is the limit. I mean, there's not even a limit. The he- the throne room is the limit. <laughs> when you good. keep your heart pure and you just go and you mm-hmm. minister before him and you throw it all before him and you say, you, Lord, are holy. You're my only desire. Mm-hmm. Whew, 
that is amazing. <laughs> Scripture and advice all wrapped together. Thank you. Wow. Very cool. So I'd love to ask all of my guests if they could share a beautiful body tip. I would just say there have been days where I have not felt pretty. I think as a woman, there are days where you're having a bad hair day, bad makeup day. You don't have anything to wear. We don't get dramatic ever about it. <laughs> God bless our husbands. Um, I would say my beautiful body tip is I, on those days, I put more trust in the Lord. And I have literally prayed, Lord, my hair is a hot mess today. Please be my shield. There are so many verses that's like, the Lord is your shield. I, you know, I'm a wraparound shield around you. And so I'll be like, Lord, will you please shield me? Bend the light however you need it for me to look good today. <laughs> and I will tell that's you good. what, there has been so, I can't even count the times when I have done that. I'll go somewhere, like if my hair actually matters, like, you know, I want to look good for church. I want to look good and for him. I'm not really people, but I want to look good for him. And, those are the days where they're like, oh, your hair looks great. Girl, I love your hair. And I'm like, thanks, it's the Lord, because it is. <laughs> so I don't know if that's really the beauty tip. I know that's probably not typical, but I will just say, like, just ask him, like, he he really becomes your everything. Lord, yeah. I need I need you to make me look good. It's 100% true. It's good. <laughs> and he he's, will. He's the best person to make you look good, right? Mm -hmm. He's the creator. Awesome. That's right. You know, he I'm his masterpiece. So you want me to look good. You your name is on this. So <laughs> people know you made it. Please help. So now it's up to you. Yeah. Please send those angel beauticians or something. Uh, so that's my beauty that's awesome. tip. Perfect. That is awesome. I mean so, you can always walk more, drink more water. I mean, those are all good too. <laughs> good. As we're wrapping up here, Crystal, could you pray for everyone today? Heavenly Father, we just come before you now, and I just pray for every person at the sound of my voice that will listen to this, even in the years to come, that they would feel your presence in a deeper way. Father, I actually pray right now that you would give them a greater hope and desire to come boldly into your throne room, to come and see you personally, face to face, and to hear your heart, to hear your desires and the words and promises that you've spoken over their life and you have written in their book of destiny. Father, I pray that everybody that desires to see, hear, feel, know, Father, I pray that the beautiful gift of discerning of spirits, that you would give that to them, Father God, and that you would train them and equip them. Father, I ask that every person um, that hears this would just cry out, Holy Spirit, I want to be your very best friend. I want you to be my best friend and teach me and train me. Show me the things that you want to show me. Let me hear the words that you want to speak. Let me feel your presence. And I do, Father, ask that even tonight or before the day is over, Lord God, that you would bless them. Train their minds um, to see what you want to show them, whether it's a closed vision, an open vision, if you want to give them a beautiful dream and that they would also have the revelation and the knowledge and wisdom of what you're trying to speak. Father, I pray above all else that they would just constantly want to have open communication with you. I know that you want to show them things. I know you want to draw them closer to you. Mm -hmm. You want to speak to them so clearly. So, Father, I just pray that that open communication comes in seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling, um, and that your love above all else 
they would feel and know your love for them in Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for that beautiful prayer and for being on the show today. (laughs) I have been so blessed and I know that the listeners will be blessed by all of your wisdom that you shared today. Thank you so much for asking me on here. Hi, everyone. We're actually, we're back. Crystal and I were talking after we finished the interview, and she has some really great advice that is important for all of you to hear. So my question, Crystal, for you is, can you help us know how to know that our vision is from God and how to test the spirit? Yeah, so I... um. I kind of broke this into two things. If I have an encounter, I will test it one way. So say that I have an encounter with either an angel or a spirit of light or an angel of light. I mean, um, I'll be like, who are you? Why are you here? Who sent you? Um, Do you confess that Jesus is Lord? He is the one and only son of the most high God who created heaven and earth. He defeated death, hell, and the grave for me. I mean, no devil has ever confessed to that. Um, and so just ask them because they won't, they don't like to say that Jesus resurrected and overcame death, hell, and the grave because that's defeating them. Um, and so that's a tell sign. And then if it is a vision, that's not an encounter. Again, it's an opportunity for conversation with Holy Spirit. So I will, I've tested Holy Spirit when I'm talking to him and he has no problem being tested. Holy Spirit has no problem being tested. Um, and I recommend that you do test him because he will appreciate that you're testing the spirit. Um, and then the other thing that I was mentioning to you is that a key for me is, do I feel love in this situation? I'm a, I feel very strongly in the spirit and the devil has no counterfeit for love. Um, his best try is lust, which there's a huge difference between lust and love. Um, but God is love and the devil is apart from God. He is, he is, with, he has no ties to God, so he can't love. So those would be my two um, little nuggets for knowing if a dream or vision is from God. Always test the spirit and ask, ask questions, and he will answer. That is so wonderful, and I'm glad that you said yes to coming back on and sharing these <laughs> really important nuggets because it that finishes up this interview so perfectly it has a little bow on it like how to know that this is from god so thank you so much for coming back on no problem thank you thank you for joining me today as we explore the powerful whispers of god i hope you've been inspired uplifted and equipped with practical ways to experience his presence in your everyday life a special thank you to those who have rated shared or commented on my podcast your input warms my heart remember the journey doesn't end here stay connected with me my website at kristajoyministries.com and be sure to sign up for my newsletter on my main webpage or connect with me on facebook or instagram at powerful whispers podcast to continue the conversation and stay updated on upcoming episodes until next time i'm krista joy signing off May your journey be blessed with an abundance of God's whispers for you, and make sure to grab hold of the gentle nudges from God.